0: Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Check out all the shows on the network at christmaspodcastnetwork.com.
1: Hey buddy, what you doing?
2: Is it Christmas yet?
1: No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast.
2: it's july
1: 23rd 2020 and that means there's five months left until christmas today on the show we're celebrating our fifth anniversary with a listener special featuring actual listeners not emails not comments but actual bona fide listeners dropped by the christmas cave for a conversation about christmas desires christmas movies christmas songs the joy of giving and more we've also got the next chapter in our made for podcast christmas movie a bomb for christmas okay let's start the show Happy Christmas in July, and welcome, you believers, to this historic fifth anniversary episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. Who knew five years ago we'd still be at it half a decade later? But here we are. We've talked a lot of Christmas and made a lot of friends over the past five years, and we're going to get to hear from some of those friends directly in just a little bit. But we're going to switch up the order today and start with the next chapter of A Bomb for Christmas. So the first two chapters were on episodes 66 and 68. But just a brief recap, Holly is a police detective in Seattle who's just been pulled off a big case and sent home to the quaint little town of Port Caldwell, where her estranged husband is the lead sponsor of the town's big Christmas festival. And that's kind of where we left off. Now, keep your ears open for a surprise celebrity cameo as we drop in on act three of A Bomb for Christmas. Exterior, Port Caldwell Square Day. The camera pans down to the Port Caldwell Christmas Festival. A crowd has gathered in front of the entrance. There's a big red and white striped Christmas ribbon stretched across the entrance, and Bobby, George, and Mayor DeLeo stand in front of the ribbon with a giant pair of scissors. The camera pans over to TV news reporter,
2: Gern.
4: Good morning, everyone. It's Christmas Eve, so you know what that means. It's time for the annual Port Caldwell Christmas Festival. We are just moments away from the start of this beloved Christmas tradition as Mayor Candice DeLeo is about to cut the ribbon with head of festival George Walker and the festival's main sponsor and owner of the High Marks Tavern, Bobby McTiernan. It looks like they're ready to start now.
5: The Port Caldwell Christmas Festival has been a tradition for as long as I can remember. It celebrates the best in us our families of this wonderful Christmas season and of all of Port Caldwell. And it seems like it just gets better and more magical every year. I think you'll find this year will be no exception thanks to the hard work of George here.
3: Thank you, Mayor DeLeo. But I'll be honest, I've had it pretty easy this year thanks to the young man right here. He's been more than just the festival's main sponsor. He's been instrumental in planning everything you'll see and hear today including our special guest for the tree lighting this evening which you won't want to miss so be sure to meet us at the tree at 5pm tonight. Now I'll turn it over to the man who makes the holidays happen, Bobby.
4: Thank you George. It's been my pleasure to be part of the festival this year but these folks don't want to hear us yapping they want to get inside and experience the magic of Christmas for themselves. So what do you say we cut this ribbon? Ready? One, two, three...
1: They cut the ribbon with the huge scissors.
4: Welcome Welcome to to the Port Caldwell Christmas Festival. Festival.
1: The crowd rushes inside as the band starts to play. The camera cuts to the point of view of the news camera filming Gerd.
4: And there it is. The festival is officially open. Get on down here for a day of food, music, crafts, games, and... Who could that mystery guest be for the tree light? We'll just have to wait and see. I'll be checking in all day, but now I'm going to throw it back to Jax and in the studio. From the Port Caldwell Christmas Festival, this is Gern Blanston, Channel 9 Action News.
1: Cut back to the entrance where Mayor George and Bobby are standing to the side as the excited
3: festival-goers file in.
5: Everything looks great this year, fellas.
3: Thank you, Mayor. I'm pretty proud of what we put together this year. My only worry is how we're going to top it next year. Well, let's hold off worrying about next year. We're less than two minutes into this year's festival.
5: Right you are, Bobby. Well, I'm sure you have a lot to do, so I'll leave you to it. And I'll go get some of Betty's hot cocoa. Actually,
3: I'll join you. I want to make sure she's all set for the gingerbread house decorating contest. And I'm going to... Bobby is interrupted by his phone ringing answer this call, apparently. Mayor and George
1: walk away as Bobby puts his phone to his ear and a mysterious Russian voice crackles through the speaker.
6: Hello, old friend. Congratulations. You have done your job so well.
1: Exterior Festival Marketplace, Day. Holly is walking through the marketplace, checking out all the handcrafted decorations and gifts on display. Alana walks up beside her.
5: Hey, Holly. Enjoying the festival? Hey, Alana. I am indeed. And yet, I get the sense you're miles away from here right now. That obvious? Either my security instincts or women's intuition. Take your pick.
0: Yeah, I'm in the middle of a big case. Well, I was.
5: What happened? Doesn't seem like you solved it.
0: I got taken off the case. Put on a non-voluntary Christmas vacation.
5: But I'm guessing you can't quite let it go.
0: I just feel like I'm really close to the answer. I just don't know what it is. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring my cop drama to this lovely day.
5: Don't worry. I get it. I know what it's like when you care so much about something and it's taken from you. It can drive you nuts. If you need someone to bounce things off of for the case...
0: I appreciate it, but I don't think I should really talk about it. Besides, shouldn't you be busy with tonight's mystery guest?
5: Nah, he's holed up in his hotel room. All
0: day? All day?
5: Yep, doesn't want to ruin the surprise. He'll stay in his room until it's time for the tree lighting tonight, and I'll escort him over to the tree.
0: So it looks like we both have some free time today.
5: Yeah, unless there's some sort of security threat here, which I'm told is highly unlikely.
0: I don't know. Mrs. Powell and Mrs. Ellis might come to blows over the ornament they're both trying to buy. Need me to call my captain and get the SWAT down here?
5: I don't know. Would they get here in time? Those two old ladies will probably tear down half the festival in seconds. Oh.
0: Guess it's up to you then.
5: Can I call on you for backup?
0: Oh sorry. I'm on vacation.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Wanna grab a frosty hot cocoa?
0: Wait, is it frosty or is it hot?
5: It's hot cocoa, but it's dialed up to eleven. It's got whipped cream, sprinkles, a candy cane, and a snowman made out of marshmallows.
0: I see. Hence the name, Frosty.
5: Exactly. Wait, how do you not know about this? Didn't you grow up here? Haven't you been attending this festival every year? Not since high school. But this town is famous for this event. Every Christmas, people come from all over just to be here. Yeah, I just
0: never really have time for Christmas. I've always been working.
5: Well, word of advice. You gotta take some time and enjoy your life outside your job. Because one day that job will be over. And will you look back and say, Oh, I wish I'd worked more. Or, oh, I wish I'd had a few more frosty hot cocos at the Christmas festival.
0: Well, you've definitely sold me on a frosty hot cocoa.
5: Let's go.
1: Exterior, Christmas Marketplace, day. George is walking through the crowd looking around feverishly. He sees Holly and Alana and rushes over to them.
3: Holly, Alana, do you know where Bobby is? Wasn't he with you? No, we split up after the ribbon cutting and I haven't seen him since. Don't know what we're going to do. The Gingerbread House Decorating Contest is supposed to start soon. Betty has the coffee shop all set up. Take it easy, George. I'll call him now. Holly puts the phone to her ear. I already tried. It just goes straight to voicemail. Betty's going to be so disappointed. I I mean, the the contestants. Well,
0: everyone. George, you've been the head of festival for years. Surely you can handle the Gingerbread House Contest.
3: I just want it to go perfectly. I don't want to let Betty down. I I mean... the, the festival? I, I, I don't want to let the festival down. You'll be just fine,
0: George. Holly takes the phone from her ear. It went straight to voice for me, too.
5: Maybe he's in the festival office. That place is a cell phone dead zone. I can go see if he's over there.
0: No, I'll go. I think George may need a security escort back to Betty's.
5: It's really no problem. I can just run right over.
0: Don't worry about it. I can get Bobby, and if any security issues like Mrs. Powell and Mrs. Ellis come up,
5: you'll be right there to handle them.
0: See you in a bit.
1: Holly jogs off in the direction of the festival office.
0: Wait, what's wrong with Mrs. Powell and Mrs.
7: Ellis?
1: Exterior, Port Caldwell Streets, Day. As Holly is walking through the streets, her
0: phone rings. Without looking, she puts it to her ear.
7: Bobby? No, it's me, Tracy. Oh,
0: hey. I don't suppose you're calling with an early Christmas present for me.
1: Interior, Police Station, Day. Tracy is at her desk, on the phone. As the conversation continues, the camera cuts back and forth between the two locations.
7: Sadly,
0: it's more like two lumps of coal. Darn. And I thought I'd be on the good list this year.
7: Speaking of lists, I did what you said and looked into people of Russian descent who lost money betting on that Seattle-San Francisco game. And this list has got to be as long as Santa's naughty list. No joke. There's this guy in Tacoma who had to sell his house. A lady in Bremerton who had to sell thousands of dollars worth of diamond jewelry. Oh, and you know that restaurant a couple blocks from the station that closed a few months back? Apparently, the owner had bet against Seattle and lost big time. And honestly, that's just scratching the surface.
0: <sighs> I thought I was onto
7: something. You may have been, but it's like looking for a needle in a very large haystack. Were
0: you able to get a hold of the translation of that Russian note we found in Tirapelli's?
7: Yeah, that's the other lump of coal.
0: FBI wouldn't share the info, huh?
7: Oh no, I got it. But it's just a bunch of numbers 866112241700. Two, zero, zero. It, it just goes on and on. They have a code breaker working on it, but they haven't gotten anywhere.
0: Can you email it to me? Oh, so you're a code cracker now? I'm not working. I've got to fill my time somehow,
7: right? Aren't you literally in the middle of a huge Christmas festival? Why not just fill your time with that?
0: Yes, yes, I know. I should be filled with the Christmas spirit. But the one thing I wanted Santa to bring me was a lead that would crack this case.
7: I mean, I can see if I can get the FBI guys to let me have a crack at Terrapelli before they move him into federal custody.
0: No, no, no. You should take your own advice and enjoy some Christmas. You've already gone above and beyond for a case that's not even ours anymore.
7: Hey, that's what partners are for.
0: Thanks, Tracy. You're the best partner a gal could ask for.
7: I know. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Holly. Merry Christmas.
1: Tracy hangs up the phone. She types something into her computer, and we see that she's sent Holly an email. She leaves the numbers up on the screen for a minute and stares at them. Then she rummages around a drawer in her desk, pulls out a book, and starts flipping through pages. Interior, Festival Security Room, day. We see Ivan, a big, tough-looking guy dressed all in black, sitting in front of a bank of security monitors. One of them shows Holly approaching the building. A phone rings.
6: Hello? The wife is coming to you.
1: I see her now.
6: Do not let her leave. Keep her in the building.
1: Interior, Festival Office Entrance, day. Holly enters.
0: Bobby? Bobby? You in here? George is freaking out without you. Also, I think he might be sweet on Betty. Is that a new thing?
1: The door makes a loud locking noise. Holly whips around. What the? She attempts to try the door, but it won't budge. She pulls out her cell phone.
0: Right. No signal. Of
3: course. She puts her phone away.
0: Bobby? Are you in here? The door just locked behind me.
1: The intercom crackles to life. Welcome to the Christmas party.
6: So glad you could stop by.
0: Hello? Who's there?
6: See? It is like you do not even know me. You stopped chasing me, so I had to follow you home. It's you.
0: You're the one Terra was working for.
6: That is right, Mrs. McTiernan.
0: Or may I call you Holly? My father-in-law calls me Mrs. McTiernan. My friends call me Holly. You're neither, dirtbag. You can call me Detective.
8: Not much of a detective. You could not even find me. I had to come find you.
0: Keep talking. I'll come find you.
8: It is not me
6: you should be worried about finding. You should really worry about finding the bomb I have planted somewhere in this building. And you had better hurry, Mrs. McTurnan. There is not much time left. The camera zooms
1: in on Holly's face as her eyes blaze with anger. Interior. Mystery location. Day. We are in the same tiny dark room from the last break and the digital timer continues counting down. (laughs) End Act 3. Cut to commercial. This section of A Bomb for Christmas featured music from Kevin McLeod and sounds from various sources, all licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. For more information, check the show notes of this episode. Special thanks to our celebrity cameo, Mignon Fogarty, a.k.a. Grammar Girl, who graciously stepped in to play our mayor. You can find her being the mayor of grammar advice and generally being awesome in her multi-award winning podcast, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. Also, thanks to the rest of the cast, my lovely wife Danelle as Holly, Emily as Alana, Brendan as Bobby, Kristen as Tracy, Edward as George, Justin as Gern, and Jeffrey as Russian voice. And special shout out to Jeffrey, that laugh at the end wasn't in the script. Jeffrey just gave me a bunch of evil laughs. And when I heard them, I thought, that's exactly how I want to end this chapter. So thanks very much, Jeffrey. Way to go above and beyond. Speaking of Jeffrey, he was one of the listeners who joined us on the call the other day. Unfortunately, his audio was lost and he isn't going to be in this episode, which is a real shame. He had some great answers to our questions, including a lovely shout out to Kristen, the voice of Tracy in A Bomb for Christmas. Sadly, that wasn't the only technical issue we had. Some people couldn't hear each other and some of the audio got distorted, but I'll be darned if we didn't have ourselves a grand old time. So let's get to the listener part of this listener special. Join me and the listeners who assembled to celebrate our anniversary in a jumbo sized edition of Five Golden Things. Five golden things. <laughs> Playing the Jingles Live <laughs> All right, let me uh, make sure I do a quick roll call here so everybody can say hello. Uh, I'm just going to go with on the order of my screen. I-, I think it's who joined soonest. So say hi, John. Hello. <laughs> thank you for joining us.
9: Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: uh, and then say hi, Xander. Hello, Tim Bab. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I am awesome. Oh, great. <laughs> thanks. Also, thanks for joining us. Lyle, can you say hey? Hello, this is Lyle. Good to have you with us. Uh Glenn, can you give us a hey? You don't really have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
2: <laughs> hey Tim, thanks Way for having me. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Thank you for being here. Monica?
1: Hi, so excited to be here everyone. We are excited
6: to have you.
8: Uh Brandon? Hello podcast listeners. Tim, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Crystal and Or Brian?
6: It's Brian. I'm here. Hi. <laughs>
10: Good to have you here. Jonathan, say hey to the people. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. I'm smiling. I have the biggest smile right now. <coughs> See, we'll never know because it's
1: a podcast, but I believe you. <laughs> thank you. It's, you sound like you're smiling. I
9: I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, Lassa?
9: Hello. How are you doing, everybody? Excellent to be here.
1: Uh, thank you for joining us because I, I heard for it's four in the morning for you.
9: Yes. So
1: we'll wow. try We will try and keep this tight so we don't keep you up any longer. Well, I guess, are you going to go back to bed after this? I assume. Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah. So we'll try not to make this too long for you. Thank you. And Chrissy, did you want to say hi?
11: Oh, boy, yeah.
1: Hi, Chrissy. Thank you for joining us. Oh, boy. All right, so we're going to ask, uh, normally when I have uh, uh, guests on the show, I ask uh, what I call five golden questions, but uh, I'm going to switch it up a little. I mean, it's, I am still going to ask five golden questions, but I'm about to ask the same questions I ask everybody else. I've got special questions just for our fifth anniversary, and we're going to start with number five. What is something you've never done for Christmas that
12: you really want to do? And we'll start with Glenn. One thing I haven't done for Christmas that I really want to do is actually ride in a one-horse open sleigh.
1: Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever done that either. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to just pick somebody else at random. Brian.
6: Oh, sure. Me. Um, you know, something that I've never done for Christmas that I want to do. I've never actually been in Disneyland at Christmas, and I would really like to do that.
1: I've never been on Christmas Day, but I've been often for the season, and it is magical. <laughs> Sorry, not to brag. Especially in a year <laughs> when it's probably not going to happen for a lot of people. i brag. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh,
9: John. Oh, hey. Um, I would like to go caroling. Uh-huh. Oh,
1: you've never done caroling?
9: Uh, I've done it by myself, but I'm a shy caroling. singer. So,
1: Yeah, it is much more fun in a group of people because things just get silly by the end of the night. Yeah. Especially, you know, during the <laughs> parts. In my case, it would hide how bad I am. <laughs> uh monica
10: oh i would like to go ice skating downtown with like the christmas music and decorations oh yeah i don't know how to ice skate though but i'd want to do that
1: (laughs) a lot of places have these little um they almost look like you know like a walker that like the older people have that actually skates on the ice so you can use it to hold yourself up i do need uh when i took my two kids they had they had those there and i'm I'm sure they're technically for the kids but they're not going to stop you if you grab one yeah
13: uh, Xander. Uh, something I'd love to do, kind of wraps up with, would have heard me before, is I'd love to visit New York during Christmas. Uh, just see all the stores, skate at Rockefeller Center, see the tree. I mean, that's just something I'd love to do. And like you said, Tim, it's probably not going to happen this year.
14: Uh, Lyle. Uh, One thing I've never done for Christmas is eat fruitcake. And I am oddly fascinated as to what that <sighs> tastes like. Uh, but (laughs) I don't like things that have fruit in it so I mean I don't like pie because it has fruit in it and I don't know just oddly fascinated by it
1: I feel like you have to find somebody else who's having fruitcake and just be like hey can I have a couple bites of that yeah (laughs) 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 I too have never had fruitcake and that is something I would like to try at some point because it's so maligned by so many people (laughs) yeah we can go have these on a fruitcake if we're ever together for Christmas
14: Totally sounds good (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Jonathan.
10: Um, I would definitely echo other people's answers of going to Disney World or New York City. But as I'm staying home this year, I'm going to say I would never had um, a train, like a little model train going around the bottom of my tree. I think that would be really cool. oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, That is good. I got a big reaction. That was nice. I've never. I mean, had that yeah, either. it's one of those things. Like, it was I shocking because how- it's attainable, but something like you just never think to do. And it would have to be. It would have to be really wide to accommodate all the presents, too. <laughs> Indeed,
6: man, that's true. You build tunnels out of the presents,
1: or you could just shaft people on presents and just put the tree. Put put this tight of tra- uh, train around yeah. it as you want. <laughs> Uh, Lassa.
9: All right. um, Also, uh, a a lot of my wishes on uh, your lists, dear people. So I had to come up with something new. And what I came up with is in some parts of Germany, it is common tradition to eat Vienna sausages with potato salad on Christmas Eve. And that's something I want to do, too, one day. That's delicious.
1: (laughs) I mean, it doesn't (laughs) help that I'm hungry now. (laughs) Because that sounds great. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, what
8: do you got? I, you know, I love the image of Santa in like a Hawaiian shirt or, you know, <laughs> reindeer underneath a palm tree. So I would love to go to someplace warm for Christmas. I'm from Baltimore, so I've done cold and, I, you know, there's been snow, but I've never, you know, had to use sunscreen on Christmas Day.
1: That is I'm, mine. I would like to go to Hawaii for Christmas, even though oh, yeah. I'm from California and it's still fairly warm here for Christmas compared to the rest of the country. But yes, Hawaii. I would lo- I would love to be you know have that Bing Crosby Mele Maka Christmas.
8: Yes, every every version of that song playing on loop. <laughs> I've done that kind of.
1: You've done that, and is it everything you is it everything you dream it would be?
9: It's it's weird. Let me let me say that <laughs> it's weird. <laughs>
1: Well, Lasso Raves,
11: it's weird. <laughs> Try it now.
9: <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 was a, it was a
1: cruise. <laughs> uh, last but not least, Chrissy.
11: I have always wanted to go to Hawaii for Christmas. And then when Disney had their um, hotel thing, I think that would be the perfect place to go.
2: <laughs>
11: so I would like to wrap that all up on one Christmas.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. <laughs> Pun intended.
11: Yeah, I meant that.
1: moving smoothly along to
11: number four (laughs) what's the
1: Christmas movie that you watch when you get to pick and you're all like you don't have to like this is a movie you pick when you're all alone like you don't have to decide like oh are the kids gonna like it are the parents gonna like it are my relatives gonna like it the friends who are over if you're by yourself and you just get to pick a Christmas movie to watch on your own like for me it's like often the family's gone to bed and I'm still in a Christmas mood and I want to put on a movie what movie would you pick to put on (laughs) And let's start in a different order this time. Well, since she was last last time, I'll let it go first this time. Chrissy.
11: This is uh, a, probably a favorite thing. Um, a Hallmark movie. This is a, it was about four years ago. It's called seasons of miracles. It's about a girl that takes her nieces and nephews and runs away and, uh, pretends to be somebody else. And, um, Everything turns out good. Of course, it's a hallmark movie, but <laughs> but, but it, it's kind of it's kind of cool. And but nobody else would watch it with me, so it definitely be my own. <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, trying to go in a random order. Monica. Uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Classic. Nice. Classic. <laughs> I feel like no one's going to fight you on that though. If you want to watch it with somebody. <laughs>
10: It's depressing for some of my friends, so they're, like, Charlie Brown's sad all the time. But it's really cozy, so... Uh,
1: Brian?
6: Okay, I'm gonna get a little weird then. <laughs> uh, and it, this may not be on anyone else's list, but... 1959's K. Gordon Murray's Santa Claus, also known as Santa Claus versus the Devil.
2: Nice! <laughs> <laughs>
6: If you've never seen this, you need to see it. Santa Claus lives in a space castle uh, where he has mechanical reindeer and children of the world making presents for him instead of elves. Uh, Merlin the magician helps him uh, with his magic, <laughs> and the devil is trying to stop him by making children be bad on Earth. It is wonderful. <laughs> that
11: movie was bad. <laughs> It
9: was wasn't bad really well i mean it it was on mystery science theater and it uh, was and also riff tracks did it
6: everyone's done it it is so wonderful uh
1: now does it pass the linus test because you would be the one who know
6: (laughs) that's true i i did originate the linus test thank you very much and uh uh i have to think about it no no it does not (laughs) (laughs) I'm oh.
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, uh, Lassa, what would you watch when you're all by yourself?
9: Well, okay, if if you're familiar with uh, Lyles and my show, uh, you know that I have a sick, twisted sense of humor. And that's why oh, yeah. <laughs> my go-to Christmas movie when uh, when I'm alone and ev- and everybody else has left, I just put on good old Tim Burton's Batman Returns
6: yes
9: oh. <laughs> of course you'd pick a that one that's all the choice <laughs> thank you
14: very
10: much <laughs> uh Jonathan oh I would go with this Christmas special from the early 90s called Noel it's about a sentient Christmas ornament <laughs> It's and <laughs> I don't know his like one. sort of trials and tribulations of being hung on the tree and put away each year and like being put in storage and stuff um and it's I just, it's really hokey, but it's really, really heartfelt. <laughs>
2: nice. Wow.
10: Yeah, it sounds kind of like a toy story for ornaments. <laughs> yeah, much more bleak, but yeah.
1: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just to make things confusing, I'm going to go from Jonathan to John.
9: Sweet. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a tough time, but it's a wonderful life.
1: Um, that's been mine actually
9: oh sorry
1: (laughs) um oh you're allowed to have you're allowed to take mine i don't really i don't count in this this questionnaire
9: uh it's actually my wife can't stand older movies so (laughs) if i'm got like three hours to where there's no one
8: around me i'll I'll
9: watch it
1: (laughs) (laughs) when that's increasingly hard these days
8: yes people are always there (laughs) Uh, Brandon? So I-, I love all the deep cuts that everybody has, but I'm going to be kind of boring. And um, like when quarantine started, I started watching Christmas movies again. And I, the first one I picked up was Elf. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a good.
9: one. I guess that's, that's basically how all of us feel uh, during quarantine. Will Ferrell screaming. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Lyle.
14: Uh if I'm by myself, I like to watch the really dumb movie, so I'd go with like Jingle all the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yas>. oh, <laughs> there,
9: <laughs> we still have to do that run for the show. <laughs> we
2: we do have to do that. You said one. you could eat my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's
14: Put so bad. It's good.
3: Put the cookie down now.
14: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Sinbad a uh, huge fan. <laughs> <Love Sinbad>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I opened for Sinbad once
14: Oh nice cool. He was a super nice guy He yeah.
1: did like 7 shows and every show was completely different It was just him riffing with the audience I'm like this guy is hilarious and he's not even doing <laughs> wow. written material yeah, I was very awesome. impressed uh, Xander
13: Oh I've got an off off the chart one too um, I don't get to watch it too often But it's a, it's a movie from 1966 Called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't Yeah oh. I don't know if anybody's heard of that I've, I've heard of that <laughs> 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 it's just one, one of those really hokey ones, but it is just, well, it was actually meant for kids, but I just found it. It, it just kind of gets to you. I think I've heard nice. of it.
1: Like I've heard of it, but I've definitely never seen it, but maybe I shall give it it's, a try. It's,
13: it, it's, it's, it's really cheesy because it, it was recorded or there, there's Italian actors and then it was dubbed in. So the, the mouth is just off a bit from the speaking. <laughs> so it's just really, it, it, it's one of those movies that just, Kind of sit back, laugh, and having a good time with. Yeah, it's good. Nice.
12: Uh, and last but not least, uh, Glenn. I actually watch um, White Christmas.
1: Solid. That's a solid. I mean, that, that, as classics go, that is classic as you get.
12: Yeah. Can't beat Bing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> hey, ghost of Bing Crosby, get out of here. Oh, sorry,
2: baby.
12: <laughs> <laughs> Where did he come
1: from? <laughs> All right, let's move on to...
2: Number three
1: uh the first christmas song you listen to each year now i know if you're listening to this podcast the first christmas song you listen to each year is probably whatever you're playing january 1st and then continuing <laughs> to play all year long but let's say once you know once uh thanksgiving passes or I guess, since we're international, once once it's late November, once the official Christmas season is kicked off, what is your when you're like, let's put on some Christmas music, what is the song you use to kick off the season? And we will start this time with John.
9: Oh, uh, it's really between two, but it's going to be Bing Crosby's. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> I have to do that one first because I'm like, all right, everyone, just now that it's Christmas time, Everyone has to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> just a starter.
14: Uh, Lyle? Uh, let's see. My favorite song. It would probably have to be a Charlie Brown's Christmas. Christmas time is here. That has to be it.
1: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry like, that's, if I take it from
14: anybody. That, that's like an obvious choice, <laughs> but it, uh, it's a great song. We, you're
1: allowed to repeat answers. There's no There's no <laughs> rule that says a dog can't play basketball. So
2: just remember that. <laughs>
1: I live my life by the rules of Air Bud.
12: Good, good, good pick. Uh, Glenn. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, usually I'm listening to music, Christmas music all the time, but I think in late November it has to be Bing, but not the same song. It's I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. Good one. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me go down my list here. Lassa.
9: Um, all right. I hate to break with some uh, traditions here, but I guess the first Christmas song I always put on uh, every year is Danny Elfman's What's This from Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: <sighs> I mean, that's a that's, a, that's nice. a great segue from the last holiday to the next holiday. So, I mean, that seems <laughs> perfect.
9: <laughs> yes,
13: indeed. That would be my daughter's choice. Yes. Uh,
10: Jonathan. Oh, I actually do have like a starting point of the Christmas music season. Like, uh... Specifically, November 8th, I start listening to Christmas music. And usually uh, I'll get up in the morning and I'll listen to um, the She and Him Christmas album, Um, the very first one. And the first song on that is The Christmas Waltz. And it's so pretty.
1: Oh, I love The Christmas Waltz.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this version is so, so nice and like delicate. And like, yeah, I listen to it like walking to work in the morning. It's so nice.
13: Cool. Uh, Xander. Uh, I'm going to keep with the tradition of Bing because uh, my, when I was younger, my parents had an eight track tape. I mean, it shows you how old I am. 8-track tape of, <laughs> it's, um, of a white Christmas, and I wore that tape out. Uh, so basically, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas or uh, Silver Bells by Bing. That's usually what gets me going for the season.
1: Silver Bells <laughs> is mine. That's the one I gets. I like. I, for some reason, that one just has stuck with me as the, oh, it's time to start Christmas.
13: Oh, yeah. And the duet and the, the, the way they interact the two, the chorus and the verse together, it just... Gives you the Christmas feels and gets you right in the mood. Yes,
9: indeed. Whenever you say Bing, I keep thinking of a search engine.
13: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tim, there you go. That's what the the imaginary... Character that sounds like Bing. He can be a search engine for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bing, first in Christmas, last in search engines.
9: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's an amazing tagline. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
6: geez. Uh, Brian, um, I've got uh, a lot of technicalities involved with this. With that first, because like when you brought up uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, you know we start listening to that before Halloween. <laughs> so I don't think that that can really count. I think that the first one that, that our whole family would consider to be the first official song of the Christmas season, uh, would be from the, uh, very old Fleischer cartoon Christmas comes, but once a year,
13: mm. that's the one that
6: has a uh, Grampy from the, the Betty Boop cartoons. Uh, he comes very across the cartoon.
8: orphanage. That's a great one. That,
6: uh, uh, all the orphans, they don't have a toys. So he breaks into the orphanage and makes toys for them out of garbage and dresses himself up as Santa Claus. And all of the orphans sing this song that goes, Christmas comes up once a year. Now it's here. Now it's here. Christmas now, it's here a- oh, now it's yeah. here. it's Bring in lots of joy and cheer. Tra la 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 la. And that, that's, that's like our theme for the whole season.
10: <laughs> Can we all go back through and sing ours?
6: <laughs>
10: you better. i'm not sure what kind of licensing we'd have to pay for that so
1: <laughs>
6: it's public domain
9: <laughs> just like steamboat willie <laughs> not yet not
10: quite yet
9: <laughs> monica
10: oh i, I love baby it's cold outside because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm up in canada and it gets cold like mid october and it's before Halloween, so that's like my signal. Even though Halloween's upcoming, I could still celebrate Christmas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like whatever is your green light is your green light to celebrate. Red, red and green light, as it were. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brandon.
8: So every year I have an iPod Nano that has just Christmas music on it. So Ooh. I am full on Christmas, you know it gets earlier each year but you know the first song I pick when I uh, get that Nano you know out of storage is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas but it's the Michael Bublé version.
1: Oh, that is a good <laughs> version. I do love Michael Bublé for some that's Christmas. That's a lovely version.
8: It's a great album. Just the whole thing. You start with that song and just go all the way through the album, and like that's like a really good way to start the season.
1: Uh, I didn't have, I didn't burn that CD onto my iPod for the longest time, so I just had it in the van, and I would just listen to it all. That I'd be like, well, it's time for some Bublé today, and that would be any time of year. <laughs>
8: if i'm doing a christmas in july party i still pick this song to start off the playlist
1: nice solid pick uh sorry to make you last twice chrissy but chrissy
11: (laughs) it's that time of year when the world falls in love (laughs) sorry to say i don't know the title but i know it's nancy wilson (laughs) that's the christmas
13: waltz that's the christmas waltz
11: I knew that, not.
1: <laughs> 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 because <laughs> I, think I've even, I think I even said on the show once, at some point in the song, she says, this song of mine in three-quarter time wishes you and yours the same thing too. And I always thought she was saying that her song was only three-quarters as long as the average Christmas song. <laughs> like she was getting you in there and getting you out of there faster. But three-quarter time is what a waltz does. <laughs>
11: Well, thank you. Now I know why she says that.
1: (laughs) See, we're learning a lot here today. (coughs) And that leads us to
11: number two.
1: (laughs) What's the best present you ever gave somebody? So not the best present you ever got, but the best present you ever gave somebody else. Like either made you feel the best by giving it or you saw that they got the most joy out of getting it. Um, And we will start with
13: Xander. Oh, put me under the spot right away. That's right. Um, you're number
1: one. You're feet to the fire. I, want to, I can handle the truth.
13: <laughs> um, I guess it'd be my mom passed like five years ago and I would, I started back in 94, giving her a traditional um uh, Christmas village. So that first one started a tradition of over a couple hundred houses and stuff that she had that I started with that and, just to look and every year getting her a house every year. It, her look never changed. She always loved getting those houses and I just loved giving them to her. Nice. That's lovely.
11: That's wonderful.
1: All right, everybody. He set the bar high. I hope your answers are classy <laughs> like
8: that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Brandon,
13: That's you're just for putting me under pressure.
8: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I think you said me next, right, Brandon? I did indeed. Okay. Uh, so about maybe 10, 12 years ago, uh, I went over a friend's house and, uh, they were going through, uh, some tough times. And, uh, this couple, they, they said they didn't have time to go get a Christmas tree and they're like, ah, this is this year. We're not worrying about it. It's not a big deal. And I just thought, you know, every house should have a Christmas tree. So I went out and bought a Christmas tree and then left it on their porch lit up uh, for them to wake up to, and I just, you know, left a note. Every house should have a Christmas tree at this time of year. So I think a Christmas tree for my friends was the best thing I ever gave.
13: Okay, Brandon, you win.
2: Very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <too>. if,
13: <laughs> if that
1: was a single woman instead of your friend, that's a Hallmark movie right there.
8: <laughs> Tell Hallmark, I, I, I my, uh, my resume's out there. <laughs> All right, Monica.
10: Oh, um, middens from Nova Scotia, because I went to school there for a bit. And there was these middens that you, apparently, they couldn't use it because it was too stiff, but it was really warm. So you could just wear it and look at it and then feel warm, but not really use it for functionality. But it was really warm, and it was, they're really nicely decorated.
1: And who did you give them to?
10: Oh, sorry. I gave it to my family. My parents,
1: <laughs> okay. my, my siblings, and my cousin. Am I on? Nice. Uh, Brian.
6: Am I still here even?
1: Yes, you are. I am. Oh, good.
6: <laughs> I was having some really weird computer issues over here, so that's I have good. that effect on people. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, the, the best gift that I ever gave, uh, I, I got nothing because I always think that I just give the worst gifts, but people tell me that I give great gifts. Uh, I'll go back to when I was 12 years old, the first time that I bought presents with my own money without anyone knowing that i had bought presents and i went and i bought my mother the biggest cheapest i won't even say bottle i'll say bucket of perfume that they had (laughs) at uh (laughs) at the
11: drugstore
6: yeah and uh i mean she loved it you know, she she raved about it and, oh no she she was gonna save it for a special occasion and i was so proud why why is everyone laughing <laughs>
11: <laughs> a wonderful mother <laughs> yes uh Chrissy um um, when I was real young my sister and I would go and and tell each other what we wanted for Christmas well one time she really wanted these beautiful shoes for a prom right after Christmas and uh so I bought it and um she was just so thrilled it was just so much fun to make sure that you got the best so it was cool (laughs) (laughs)
1: nice uh john uh-oh oh Uh -oh. do we lose john well let's circle back to john and see if we can check in with him later in the meantime lyle
14: all right uh, i've given out a lot of good presents but because he's here i'm gonna throw him under the bus and tell this one uh (laughs) it would be the present that i gave to my co-host lassa uh i gave him uh to commemorate our first episode we did a muppets christmas carol and to commemorate that when we gave each other presents i got him a script cover with uh with uh, i think it was who was it paul williams was the one who did the com- the composing uh yes, mm-hmm. I, I got him to sign it and i gave it to him as as a christmas present and i think i made him cry yes he wow. did <laughs> that
2: was nice <laughs>
14: Cry, baby <laughs> cry,
12: baby, <laughs> thank <laughs> you
14: again so much <laughs> oh, you're welcome,
12: uh Glenn. This was probably uh a few years ago. My sister was a y older teenager she was thinking of becoming a vet, so one Christmas, I gave her a polar bear.
1: <laughs> oh nice
12: <laughs> in actuality, I gave her a what? certificate. <laughs> <laughs> It was a polar bear certificate for the World oh, Wildlife Club. I
1: assumed you meant like a stuffed polar bear. I didn't well, think you actually gave a real. I thought so too.
12: <laughs> no, she did get a little stuffed polar bear, but yes, there was a there was a polar bear certificate that would go towards um, saving. Bring this to any wildlife. zoo, and you can
1: redeem for one polar bear. Yes, exactly.
12: <laughs> 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 My brother told me he could. I, I could get one. <laughs> Uh, Latter.
9: Okay. Um, I think my pick would be, I'm, I'm the oldest of four brothers and the one that uh, comes after me, he, we, we wanted, it was in, in the time before Christmas and we were in an electronic shop just to, just to get something. And he was complaining about the fact that he didn't have a Blu-ray player yet, him and his girlfriend. And, I actually listened, took that to heart, and got him a Blu-ray player for Christmas, something he actually really, really uh, needed, and yeah, he was really happy about that.
10: Nice. (laughs) Uh, And last but not least, Jonathan. I am going to say, just because we were playing with it today, I have a a little kid who's about to turn three, and I got her uh, uh, Mr. Potato Head, like a vintage Mr. Potato Head, and we've had a lot of fun playing with it, so...
1: Does it sound like Don Rickles when you leave the room? (laughs) I really hope not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the five golden things. Honorable Mentions. Not really. Uh, so this is the part. <laughs> this is the part where, since you guys were nice enough to come on the show, uh, I will give you a time to shout out anybody you would like to say hi to, give a special Christmas in July greeting. Just you know, whatever shout. If you have something that you are doing that you'd like to plug, this will be you know a time to do it. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion what Lyle and Lassa might plug, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah whatever whatever you want to uh, give a shout out to now is your chance and we'll start where we ended
10: last time jonathan oh um i'm gonna shout out my friend isaac i just sent him a text yesterday that was like do you want to record some guitar on these christmas songs i'm writing in the middle of july and he's not a big christmas guy and he was still like yes yes i will do that so
1: nice nice
10: <laughs> lassa
9: uh okay um i i would like to give a a big shout out of course to my co-host lyle because he's awesome and he does a lot of work for our podcast Um, (laughs) big shout out to my family who um puts up with my bs every year Uh, and um, to my uh, to my dear friend uh, felicitas who was a guest on my own show a couple of times and she's really cool so yeah all of those people hey hello there i think of you every day awesome the gross part about
1: the first shout out is he heard
8: it real time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my God Kids uh, Gabriel, uh, uh, Brooke and Elijah, and their siblings as well, Sarah and Lily. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my mom as well for always making Christmas extra special growing up. And uh, if anyone is out there looking for something to watch on uh, for Christmas in July, uh, I'm a video editor and I work for a show called Maryland Farm and Harvest. And if you go on YouTube and look up Maryland Farm and Harvest, you can watch uh, last year's holiday special in full on YouTube.
1: Ooh. Or if you were to email me a link, I could put it in the show notes of this episode.
8: I could do that, too.
1: <laughs> Christmas at TanCast.com. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Expect that soon.
1: Awesome. <laughs> uh, Monica.
10: Oh, yeah. I would love to shout out um, to
4: Amy V. She is my classmate, and we connected over a love for
7: Christmas. Thank you for continuously counting down to Christmas with me.
1: Oh, awesome. Uh, Brian.
6: Brian. Um, well, I guess I'll just do plain old self-promotion. I, uh, uh, I operate under the name of Captain Slinky's Weird Lamps. I do a live stream on Twitch five days a week where I make weird lamps out of broken lamps and broken toys and broken knickknacks. It's basically like a weird mashup of, uh, of Santa Claus's uh, workshop And uh, Sid from Toy Story's bedroom. (laughs) And we just have a grand old time every day from four till six. (laughs) Captain Slinky's weird lamps. Check me out, yo.
1: (laughs) That's another link you might be able to find in the show notes. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Uh, And now recipient of a previous shout out, Lyle.
14: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to give a shout out to... uh, You'll like this, Tim. Me and Lassa, we do have a another podcast it's a 90s christmas podcast where we talk about 90s christmas stuff uh my daughter listens to it she listens to your show too and i always tell her hey which what's your favorite christmas show and she always says it's yours so (laughs) when she listens to this uh hey what's up callie how you doing you're listening to me on your favorite podcast christmas podcast ha! -ha! he snuck in
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's taking over
14: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah hi callie Love you. Bye. (laughs) Uh,
1: Unfortunately, it looks like John is not back with us. So I will move on to Chrissy.
11: I would like to shout out to my cutest grandsons because they have the cutest parents. But I wish you could see them. They're just too cute. I wish I could see them. Come on, <laughs> get rid of this virus. Yeah.
12: <laughs> for reals. Uh, Glenn. Well, I'm going to do a shameless plug. So Do it. i like to thank Yay. everybody for listening to my podcast, Season's Eatings. <laughs> hmm. I just started a couple months ago, so slowly getting there. Not five years like you, Tim. If, <laughs> if we were looking for it online, we would go to... You would go, uh, goodness.
1: Gotta work on your your, your plug game, man. You'd be like, yeah. go to blah, 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 dot com.
12: Yeah. <laughs> where, all, where you find all your lovely podcasts. You would
6: check the internet. <laughs> well,
1: yes, a podcast would generally <laughs> be on the internet. That's fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we will definitely put a link to the show notes in that for, no, put a link in the show notes to that. You know what? The words while there, Ikea that yourself and assemble that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, Xander.
13: Oh, I'd just like to give a shout out to all the, um, podcasters that are here with us today. Like, especially Tim and Glenn and Lassa and Lyle and any other ones I don't recognize. Um, also to, uh, my Merry Christmas too, for bringing me into knowing all you guys. Um, (laughs) we do have that Christmas in July, that rebroadcast of the tracking Santa, which Tim and I both have hours on, um, so just uh, tune in on this Dece- December. <laughs> uh, not quite yet, no. July twenty third, <laughs> and we'll be rebroadcasting at all. So it's a great time. It's fun putting them together, right, Tim?
1: Yes, and <laughs> I mean it is fun. I always take too long to put mine together. Sorry about that. <laughs> I will be better this year. Uh, and also, I will try and get this episode out early this year, this month, because otherwise, we're going to, you just, I mean, yes, you told us in the room, but nobody else, this will play after that rebroadcast.
13: You know, I didn't quite think of that, so.
1: <laughs> That's the problem with recording early and releasing later. Exactly. Speaking of which, I'll be on tomorrow doing a live chat on mymerrychristmas.com. dot com. So uh, at three p.m. Pacific time, instead of uh, listening to my voice, you can see me type things. Yay! <laughs> so three to, f- and I'll I think be it's there three on to five. Well, it's Monday, six o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock. Oh, will you?
12: Excellent. Yeah, Glenn's going to be there too. Sweet.
1: But at <laughs> this point. If you're listening to this episode once it airs, you'll just have to. You can just go to the link in the show notes and see what I typed because I think they archi- I car- blah, 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 archive them afterwards, right? Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> this went faster than I thought, but it's already time for.
11: Wait a minute. I did. Did you? Are you reading the chats? I am not. I'm
1: sorry. Uh-oh. My screen is. Oh. Oh, oh there's John. A chat. Yeah, there's there's a chat window at the bottom of our screen, and John. Says, uh, I'm on my wife's I'm computer
6: at sh- locked screen, uh, an hour ago, I think.
1: So, uh, oh wow! So let's get let's get John's uh, answers for the last couple of questions. Uh, John said, "I'm not sure why I can't hear Tim. I'm horrible with giving gifts." So, but I'm good at giving bad gifts. Gave my siblings coal for approximately five straight years. <laughs> 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 and uh, John wanted to shout out to his wife, Marissa, and his friend, Tim Harrell. So, shout out. <gasps>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a classic Ca-caw. shout out joke. <laughs> Thank you, John. I'm sorry we can't hear you anymore, but it's good to know you're still here with us in Christmas spirit. But now for realsies, Number one. Uh, this is what would you like us to cover on Can't Wait for Christmas that we haven't covered or haven't covered to your satisfaction in the past? So if which well, it sounds more accusatory than I meant it to be. But like if you're like, oh, I would like you to expand more on something you've already done or this is a topic you haven't breached yet and I would like you to talk about it. And we will start with Lyle.
14: Uh, starting with me, okay. Uh, I think I don't know. Have you ever done anything with Christmas paintings, like Thomas Kincaid stuff? No. <laughs> Maybe there's a topic for you. That's interesting. See, that's the cool thing about stuff. running a
1: Christmas podcast is, some, yeah, it is visual, but like you, but you still end up learning things that you didn't know about. you know, have to, like, you have to research things that you didn't really know about, so you end up learning more about Christmas. So, if you're mm-hmm. really into Christmas, I recommend starting a Christmas podcast. It's really helpful to learn more about Christmas. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. m- many uh, people on this call have already done it.
12: <laughs> be warned, there's a rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole no, to I go would down. Do that I thought
1: that would be a bigger laugh. <laughs> 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 uh, John? Oh, oh, oh Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy hit John up in the chat room. And John is typing now. We'll see what his answer is. You know what? I will, I will go to the next one. Then when he, after he types it, I will, um, will get John's answer. But uh, let's go with, hang
13: on. Xander. Um, how about like Christmas parody songs? I mean, like either Stan Freeberg or um, uh, Bob Rivers or stuff like that. Just I don't know if there's anything to research on with that, but just how they come up with it, the, the stories behind them, or stuff like that.
1: Sure, and also Weird Al, the King of Parodies, has at least two Christmas
13: songs.
9: I was just about yeah, to say that.
13: I don't know how I forgot about him. I mean, he's just like the King of Parodies, so, I mean, shame I mean, on I me tec- for forgetting him.
1: No, I mean, technically, they are, they are, just, they are more novelty songs. They are not parodies of other existing songs, so I could see, like, I immediately thought of Weird Al, but then I have to walk it back, because it's not like he took but, Jingle Bells and I wrote mean, something he- else.
13: Yeah, exactly. i mean meaning that, too. I mean, not just necessarily the parodies, but the novelty ones, too, because you got uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and just the novelty <laughs> song is just some of the, the histories behind that, so.
1: <laughs> uh, John is still typing, so let's go with Brian.
13: Um,
6: mine is another one of those rabbit hole type of things, but uh, something that would examine the entire rich tapestry that starts in the Air Bud movies. And ends at Santa Paws 2, the Santa Buddies, <laughs> which is a crossover of epic proportions.
1: The rails. end game of Christmas.
6: Yeah, you you got to watch the whole thing to get the whole story. The whole, I think it's 12 movies in all. Yeah, I mean, they say that mommy. the Marvel Cinematic Universe was ambitious. No, this. <laughs> this is a story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean that's that is definitely a possibility.
6: <laughs> that's not gonna happen, is it? There isn't uh, gonna be an episode. I mean that's on definitely
1: that. not gonna be a later part of the year show. And that's <laughs> okay. definitely an April show.
12: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Glenn. I think one thing you could do is your favorite Christmas episodes of TV specials.
1: Oh, you know what? I almost did a top five on that a couple weeks ago, but then I think it was I did it. I switched out for something COVID related because so much of that has been topical, and I was like, "Well, I'll do that." And but yeah, my my mom gave me this uh, stack of DVDs for Christmas, and it's all Christmas episodes of different shows, and I was gonna go through my top five just Ooh. off of those DVDs, which was still like a ton of <laughs> them. Uh, or you could
12: just do the Star Wars Christmas special, and that'd be the whole show. <clears throat>
2: There you go. Oh, oh, I already
1: did an episode of the Star Wars Christmas f- special. Sp- f- Star Wars Christmas special.
9: Yes. Did you do it? Did, 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 did you, you do it? It's
1: already affected his Tom. <laughs> did,
9: did, did you do it entirely in Wookiee?
1: <laughs> no. But that is where the imaginary character who sounds suspiciously like Darth Vader came from. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been on the show in a while. Maybe we'll bring him back. Uh, Monica.
2: Oh,
10: um. I just started the podcast a few days ago, but i like to browse through um, what you had already and maybe like um, something on international transit, um, traditions.
1: Yes, that is definitely something in the pipeline. That is definitely going to happen. That's been something like, yeah. I need to do that, but I need to research it better than they do it differently in other countries. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't ask me why I sound like Gomer Golden Pyle. And Pyle. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas
8: in Mayberry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon. So, uh, Tim, you do a, such a great job every single month with these shows. So it's kind of hard to think of something you haven't covered yet, but, uh, I was trying to think of something and this image of a red truck with a tree in the back of the pickup truck is so iconic to the holiday. And I would love to know where that image came from. Cause it's like a very specific truck. It's it looks like it might be from the 50s. I'd love to know, like, who was the first company to use that in an ad, why it stuck around. I mean, in in the Hallmark movies, Christmas and Evergreen, that truck is kind of a character. It's in all four of the movies. That's like their <laughs> Marvel universe, because they do a new one every year. But uh, if if you could find out like where that originated from and why it stuck around, I think that'd be really interesting.
1: That is a good one because I wondered the same thing myself. One of so one of my neighbors down the street actually has one of those red trucks. Like they don't drive oh, wow. it; it just sits in their driveway all the all year. But then on Christmas they put a fake Santa in there and that lights up, and then they put a tree in the back, and then they have a miniature one that's also in their front garden that they put that they put a Christmas tree in. And I'm always like, Why? Like when did red trucks and Christmas trees get married? Like I <laughs> like I understand you got to take your Christmas yeah, that- tree home from the lot in something,
8: but is everybody doing it yeah, in but red that's truck? a red that's a very specific uh, image and it it comes back every single year yeah that's a good one
1: Uh, this just in from our chat room Uh, John says I don't know of a specific topic I would like to hear about but I love when Tim does a little skit like that one in the visit from St. Nicholas episode oh yes that was the one where I (laughs) was pretended to be um, the guy who wrote it uh, coming home getting the idea Uh, yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs)
13: that one just that takes imaginary listeners that uh, that's kind of sound like them to do all that That, those are fun too
1: oh okay i mean (laughs) the a bomb for christmas has kind of taken up most of my skit writing energy for this year but that's definitely something for (laughs) (laughs) 2021 uh and chrissy hi
11: i would like to hear two things um what do other people do christmas eve and christmas morning like, we used to um, uh, go, come back from Midnight Mass and get to open one present. And then in the morning, we had to make sure that certain things were done before we could open our presents. <laughs> and, the, and the second thing I would want to know more about other people's cookies and desserts. I'm just ready to eat them all.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, look how popular that was. Did you hear the crowd? Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> feed me. <laughs> <laughs> feed me seymour
1: <laughs> um lassa
9: okay um i i want to expand on the tradition stuff and i want you to find the most obscure weird and bizarre christmas traditions you can find and uh, cover them on your Ooh, show yes.
1: i feel like that might be stepping on the toes of weird Christmas, or maybe I can invite him on the show. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and do a, a one. A, a, and speaking of the Marvel universe, a crossover event. Yes. <laughs> but that's good. Yes. Yeah, weird, weird tradition. Like every so often I'll be like, wh- like the, uh, I did a guest on, uh, Christmas past, uh, last year when they talked about the Christmas pickle ornament, <laughs> uh-huh. and, like where that, and like, what, where did that come? What? And then it turned <laughs> out it was just a random marketing thing. Most likely that like someone accidentally made a Christmas pickle and they tried to sell it. So they tried to sell it as this old timey tradition. And then they asked the, of, of a certain country and they asked the people <laughs> in that country, like, no, we never do that. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, last but not least, Jonathan, close us out.
10: Okay. I was thinking um, this Christmas season might be difficult due to quarantine and COVID concerns and stuff like that. Um, so maybe some sort of like Christmassy, like self care tips. For like looking out for yourself, oh. keeping your spirits up, mm. or alternately, like s- some sort of like Christmassy tips for looking out for your neighbor or friends or things like that. You guys are so much better at writing my show than I am. <laughs>
9: <laughs> so vets they don't delete their notes. So-, <laughs> so that's why you did this special episode. Yep,
1: ha! <laughs> now all your ideas are mine. <laughs>
11: <laughs> so do we already have Christmas face masks?
1: Uh,
12: no. I, mean, I have one you have mm. it on your site huh.
1: yeah I, actually some people have ordered them but yeah mine says do not open until Christmas and then I have one of our Santa that I use in a lot of stuff uh, that also matches I have a shirt with that Santa on it and I like to wear them together
11: oh very cute
9: I guess for Santa Claus's face mask is just his beard
1: <laughs> yeah that's what, it pretty much just looks like a <laughs> random beard if I don't wear it with something else so you go like oh I get it <laughs> Well, everybody, thank you so much for being a part of this fifth anniversary special and dealing with all the technical hiccups and whatnot. Uh, thank you, just thank you so much. Thank
12: Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Thank, thank you, Tim. This
11: was fun. Thank you all. It was fun. Thank you This was awesome. Yeah. Nice talking with you all. Bye. Merry Bye. Christmas Bye. in
1: July. And to all, a July. good <laughs> summer. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> sure. And that's our show for today. Again, thank you to all our listeners, especially Jeffrey, whose audio we lost, and John, who got cut off halfway through, and Monica, whose audio got distorted, and Jonathan, who had to stay on the call an extra 45 minutes so that we could get his audio. Sorry for all the bugs. When we do something like this again, I'll try to figure out a less glitchy way to do it. Oh. Be sure and check out Lyle and Lassa on It's a 90s Christmas podcast, and you can hear Glenn on the Seasons Eatings podcast. Watch the Maryland Farm and Harvest Christmas episode that Brandon talked about, and check out Brian on Captain Slinky's Weird Lamps. All links will be in the show notes of this episode. Also, be sure and listen to the Grandma Girl podcast, and be sure and tell Grandma Girl, thanks for stopping by, poor Caldwell. Also, I've been spreading the Christmas joy around this month. I was on the totally rad Christmas podcast talking about the classic Christmas movie Superman. Uh, how is Superman a Christmas movie? Well, imaginary listener, it sounds kind of like Kermit the Frog. You'll just have to listen and find out. Fortunately for you, there's a link in the show notes. Also, the chat I did for My Merry Christmas is archived and available in the My Merry Christmas forums. Once again, link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this episode when it drops, you might still have time to listen to the rebroadcast of the Tracking Santa special on Kringle Radio. My segments should be on at noon, Disneyland time, July 23rd and 24th. You can find a link to that in, you guessed it, the show notes. Hopefully that's enough Christmas, Tim, to last you until August. So we'll see you then. And in the meantime, you believers, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2020. Oh.
11: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at com, we'll send you a free Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, cantwaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod, and on Twitter, we are at Everyone, Merry Christmas!
1: Da, 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 da. Recording, bump 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 We're officially recording. Okay. All right. For legal purposes, I would like to say that we are officially recording this uh, uh, conversation to be broadcast later on the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. <laughs> if you're Yay. still on this recording, I assume you're
9: okay with that.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Seems odd that you would have dialed in if you weren't.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. What is a podcast?
2: <laughs>
9: <laughs> nice
1: one, that's the th- Thank you. That's the thing. <sighs> Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm just going to uh, kick it off here in as yeah, awkward yeah. a fashion as possible as I do. All right. Well, it's time to get to the listener special of this listener. No. There, there was an outtake. Uh, Yay! An outtake. We get to be part
2: of an outtake. Woohoo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Luke or Lyle. I can't read my own handwriting. See, I wrote them all on a list so I could check off who goes and who hasn't gone. But, uh, uh, wow, that's amazing. Lyle, let's try that.
14: <laughs> I've been called tons of stuff, but never Luke. I've never had Luke. <laughs>
1: The, my, uh, I didn't think, put enough of a. <laughs> I didn't put enough of a tail on my Y, and so it looked like a Luke.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was only like a year ago that I turned out that he. I found out he was saying Hawaii's way of saying Merry Christmas. I always thought it was a wise way.
2: <gasps>
8: wow, oh. I think I'm just Mind learning that. Blown.
2: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I saw it written out somewhere and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Captain Christmas? Is that what you said? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing.
8: That's a Marvel movie.
1: Exactly.
8: <laughs> Captain Christmas versus Captain
9: Marvel. Coming 2025. Yes, we have officially run out of ideas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yet somehow it still makes a billion dollars. (laughs)